On today's episode of Six Pack Cinema, we are talking about Liam Neeson's most recent revenge and action movie called Cold Pursuit. It's got a body count of 25 people. Let's get into this one. Dude, you should review a movie. All right, what's up? Thank you for joining us. This is Six Pack Cinema. My name is Jimmy. I'm with John and Dave, as always. And today we're reviewing Cold Pursuit. So either you just saw Cold Pursuit, you want to hear a little bit about it, and you found us. We thank you for joining. We're your regular listener. We thank you, as always. How this works is we're going to give our gut reaction to the movie. We're going to talk about it, what we liked, what we didn't like. Then we are going to rate it with a popcorn score and a critical score. And then we got some other things that we do. But let's dive right in. Dave, you go first because I think I know what John's saying on this one. I, it was not what I expected going into this movie at all. It's not good. Ugh. Of all the movies this year, this is definitely the one that has a kid driving a snowplow past his dead dad as the climax. <laughs> say that about it. Yeah, that's. I just it, this movie is not enjoyable. Okay, I if I had to guess right now, I would say John is going to be on the complete other side of the coin. Let's hear what John has to say. This was not what I expected. I expected a uh, a low toned, you know, average Liam Neeson movie about you know, personal vendetta, but it turned into this all-out mob war with body counts and people dying in horrific fashions. It was amazing. I was so pleasantly surprised by this whole thing. I don't really know what to make of this movie, but I liked it. Bam. Suck it, Dave. For what (laughs) it was. Like, this was... This was taken. Like, this was a revenge movie. With such weird bits of comedy added in that I'm guessing Dave didn't find funny or th- or found more well, I- corny than funny. Like the son driving the snowplow past his dad was them making a joke. Like yeah. this blended satire and revenge movies. Like the guy still in the air. Yeah, no, <laughs> that that was like I laughed at that point. I liked the satirical parts. I just felt like they didn't lean into them enough. It tried too hard to be both, mm. and it failed at being either one, in my opinion. No, I mean, Viking, the whole time, he was a comic book character, a villain. Oh, he, well, no, he's he lowers 10 points on my score alone, and if he doesn't win uh, a Razzie for worse performance, then... Um, yeah, but I'm, he was so over the top, it was terrible, I know it, that. It but I, I liked so, him, too, because it was so over the top and like, oh, funny. Oh, no, it was so he was bad. He like the comedic movie. No, he was he was so bad. Like the 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 role was comedic, a vegan, juice drinking, um, morals abiding killer, psychopath, psychopath. Like that was a comedic role. But I thought his. I think I read a review somewhere. I think it was on Reddit where someone said it, it was as if he spent so much time trying to perfect that dumb accent that he forgot every other aspect of acting. <laughs> and that's how I feel like like if you closed your eyes and he was doing a cartoon version of a Batman villain, it would have been absolutely perfect. Like, yep. well, I wrote down one of his quotes because it fucking made me laugh so bad in a bad <laughs> way, in a bad yeah. way. Um, Those Indians, they're always wanting more. 
because I think the turf was theirs all along. That's what it was. It was so bad. I was like, holy shit. How did the director allow this to happen for the whole movie? He was he was hands down my least favorite uh, part. of. Yeah, this no, movie. it wasn't supposed to be good. It was I, it just played the whole um, the whole movie like over the top. No, but the whole, the whole movie was it was like that. It was like, oh, no, I that's thought this not was supposed true. To be serious. The whole movie was good actors playing like acting well. And then there were subtle jokes like yeah. around that it wasn't like a whole he was the only person that was a whole character was a cartoon exactly he was the most extreme part of everything he was he was like a, a polar end of, of the whole spectrum uh, he was terrible if you want to, if you want to anchor them with, with the crazy parts of him he is the anchor uh 10 points alone sure but i'll give that to you for, for that one scene alone where he takes a swing at his wife and it looks like he's never swung his fist in his life he's terrible <laughs> everything about him was not that one that one scene to... was just oh, so like it would it made me gasp at how bad it was. Yeah, it was pretty brutal. It was like they had one take, like yeah, yeah, sure that'll work. I want I wanted to run down the names of the dead in this movie because they put them on the screen. The nicknames, along with their religion, which I yeah. liked when he was killed. He was a hippie. Wait, they put? Oh. The, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah they, they had like stars of David or crosses, and his was a peace symbol. Oh wow! When he died, whose was Liam Neeson? Viking. Uh, no, Viking. The oh, that's mob funny. boss. I didn't pick up on those. I loved the titles. At first, I was like, "What is this? It's so weird." And then, by the, when they kept coming up after every death, I was like, "This is funny. This is awesome." Yeah. Oh, no, it's it's like the uh, the Simpson Rake joke. We're like the first one. You're like, "All right, whatever." And then it kind of gets annoying. And then by the end, it happens so much you can't help but laugh and, at it. And then at the end shootout when they had nine guys on oh. screen all at once, that was pretty good. <laughs> See, I like. So I like that. that. Was, it was great. I love that. Here are the names. We got Kyle, which was his son. Mm-hmm. Kyle led to Speedo. Well, Kyle led to Dante, who led to Speedo, who led to Limbo, who led to Santa. Tonto got killed, uh, which led to Eskimo being paid to kill Viking, but Viking killed Eskimo. And then in turn, Viking killed Wingman because he had Eskimo paid to kill Viking. And then Dexter got shot because he said they should just apologize to the Indians. And then Dante got overdosed. Sly died. Nick Bone brought the head. He died. Janitor Chuck died. That was... (laughs) That was weird. That was and so then at the end of shootout, so you had Thorpe, War Dog, Smoke, Palomine, Little Man, Grobar, Shiv, Windex, Rushmore, Scalp, Andy, Andy, and Weatherman. And then at the end, Viking dies. You can't say that for many action movies. Like, here's the dead people and all their names. It's kind of a cool, <laughs> unique thing. I like that. Unique is, is no, the right I, word. I liked it, too. Did you, Dave? Yeah, because that was on like the wacky, corner, like satirical side of it. I know. Did you I like know. how? Which is what I liked. Did you like how quickly it got into it? Yes. Yes. Right away. It was it like should... five minutes in, and his son was already dead. Yeah, yep. and then he was already on his mission. He found what was the first guy's name? Uh, Speedo. Speedo. I like so the funny parts. There were it's probably like less than ten for me, but they were mm-hmm. so weird. Like yeah. when he's about to kill himself with his rifle in his mouth and Dante, his son's friend, pops out of the corner and then the rifle stuck to his lip because it's cold, you know, <laughs> and then he, he has to unstick his lip to the rifle. Like what a weird, subtle joke to plan. Yeah. Unless it was an accident because that does happen. Yeah. The other one 
I'm going to go through those. The other one was uh, the whole Eli, uh, Elway versus Manning thing. Yeah. I feel like that never got a payoff, though. He asked it of, like, the one guy. It was, like, a kind of recurring thing, and then he just dropped it. I thought he was no, going to ask just... it of, like, the kid or ask it of Viking or something. No, it was because no, that he... was on the radio when he was driving to the wedding shop. Yeah, ju- he just heard it, I... and he, yeah, he turned the car I... off before the answer. It was fresh in his mind. No, he said, oh, God, because I think he's think he's an Elway fan. No, he's well, a, yeah. he, he thinks Manning's right. I don't know. No, no, no Elway. He, he thinks Elway because he mumbles under his breath. Uh, it's Elway. But I thought like. Limbo chose. No, yeah, he did. Like, and like, I thought it was going to be like this thing where, kind of like No Country for Old Men, where he flips the coin. I thought this was just going to be him like going around and asking these people. Oh, I wouldn't have I liked that. That could have been. Yeah, I would have liked that. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. I I like that it was just like that was the last thing he heard, so he asked that. <laughs> and I think it was him trying trying himself out as a serial killer. He was. Okay. You know, because it, it was no. a very, like, movie thing to do. He's like, all right, well, I'm leaning into this little role I've got myself. I think it was, that was part of it. The next uh, moment was, like, him and that guy named Santa were laying on the snowplow just laughing. And then he just like, yep. ha, 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 boom, blows his brains out. Because <laughs> he was winded. It was great. Yeah. The fact uh, that he was, he was di- I, I was hoping he was saying, like, yeah, man, I, I've killed three guys today. Like, cut me, cut me a break. The, uh... The most like gut wrenching scene in the movie, I think, also came with my biggest like chuckle, is when so his dom from Entourage is gay, with uh, Dexter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Dexter's like, you should just apologize for killing the Indian. Say it's sorry. Write him a note, and he's like, what do you want me to do? So he kills him. But then Dom from Entourage has to watch his lover die. So like you're like holy shit, what a moment! And then in that he shoots the inflatable, <laughs> so the guy starts sinking. That gave me a really good chuckle. Like, what is this movie? I liked um the Native American mob had an actual Indian guy in it. They're always like, saying, oh yeah, oh, just make the Indian do it. Yeah, like yeah. What was up with the skiing at the end? Can someone explain that to me? They're having a good time. Not that they they they're waiting. That go to a resort and have a snowball. No, fight. like the guy who like went with the parachute and they're like, "Do you know what your mission is?" And he was like, "To find the white kid." And then he was still flying in the air at the end. What? No, they no. they asked if he knew how to fly, and he said he was born to fly. Yeah, and he didn't know because he was stuck in the air. Yeah, for hours. It was very stupid. Yeah. It was very what? funny. No, no. I thought I don't get it still. There's nothing to get. It's just a bad movie. Yeah, they they were um they were just hanging out waiting for the uh, Viking crew to show up essentially because they had the phone call from uh, Dexter. They were they were working with Dexter ever since Dexter's lover got killed. So they were waiting on him to show up. And so Dexter, I, I Dexter, Dexter, Dexter was the De- Dexter was the lover. Okay, so his Dexter's lover, whoever that guy is. Yeah, yeah, he had a nickname, um, but I forget what it was. Me too. But I, I don't get why they went to the resort because the resort had nothing to do with any of the murders or Dexter or anyone else. They, they just to go, went they to this a, resort to like have a Kehoe, snowball fight. Kehoe is a shithole town with nothing there but this one resort. They don't have a motel. They don't have a hotel. The only place to go to stay is this one resort. That's it. Uh, 
That's it was dumb. How is it dumb? There was well, what other options? Do you think they want to plant teepees in the stone and wait? That'd be racist. No, that's racist of you to say that. Uh, they, no, why just... could they? They're rich, and why wouldn't they just go to the uh, resort? I'm gonna listen to this line of dialogue real quick to clear something up. You're right. Sure, you done this for? I was born to fly, white boy. So they're yeah. just having fun. Yep. Yeah. Having a good time. They're just having fun. It's the stupidest thing ever. Yeah, no, that doesn't pretty... make any sense to me. No, no, it's it's quality. They're just dicking around. That <laughs> didn't doesn't make any sense. What, you know who? You know who really didn't make any sense? The the police. They shouldn't have been in the movie. Emmy Rosam and the other guy. Um. The whole the whole, whole reason why the girl was there was just be as a tool to narrate to us what was going on. All, that's all her pro- well, well, purpose but I, I didn't need her to help I was like yeah, oh now we have show, to watch don't tell yeah I have to watch them get caught up when I already know you know what I mean like if, if I that would be a big thing like scrap that entirely I don't I mean I love Emmy Rossum she's one of my favorites but I don't what did they bring to the table like in the end I thought they were going to be involved in the shootout they were going to play a role somehow they didn't do anything not they just no. waved a kid driving a snowplow by. Yeah, at the shootout. That that was the role. I don't. It was awful. Any time their scenes came on, it sucked. What little energy had built up out of the room. I felt like. Well, I they, liked their first. They scene. were just like catching up on shit we already saw. Yeah. It's not even like they were getting new information. I liked the first scene just because I liked the line where she was, she was gonna arrest someone or give someone a ticket for smoking weed and he was like we live in a resort town people come here to ski fuck and get high and we just need to keep them safe and i was like yep. that's a good good way to think about his job i was with him oh yeah, makes yeah sense. absolutely yeah. um all right what are some other things that we have to talk about like did you like i liked how i liked how liam neeson's character his son died and the Indian character, their his son Tonto died, so they both wanted to kidnap Viking's son. Yeah, I like well, I liked how that Liam came. Neeson's was to like kidnap the son so he could get to Viking. Where um, I'm forgetting the Native American mobster's name, but he wanted to kill the son. Yeah, but the son for a this, son. The son became a target for both of them, which I I thought was a good good parallel like, to drive like to drive the plot to like a climax All point together. or whatever yeah to, to mix it yeah. together i'd like when i realized that's what was happening i was like ah that that's cool i like that and if it, it, it brought uh viking out to save his son so the whole thing was about three guys with their sons and two mob bosses and one plow driver which was who was the little, son of another mob guy yeah the fact that this plow driver like started a complete mob war is amazing just one of those small town guys it's a good story it was a killer. Like, well, we didn't really know much about his background, but he killed pretty easily. He wrapped him in fishnet and threw him in the ocean. Because he read well, a crime novel, he said. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, like, it's pretty clear his brother and his dad were both, like, in the mob, too. No, not his dad. Just, just his brother. Wing no, his brother, his brother said that he went into the family business while Liam Neeson's guy became a snowplow driver. Hmm. Okay. So the family business is clearly being in the mob. Wingman just died. <laughs> How about him taking one for his brother, realizing what was going on, and being like, "Yep." His wife yep. spits on his grave. Yeah. yeah, but the fact that he's just like, "Yeah, I got cancer. You can kill me," because he, he, that was him protecting his brother, because he knew they got the names mixed up. I I was pretty confused about something at the very beginning. 
See, this is why I watched it a second time and there were still some questions I didn't get answered. The opening scene shows them grab a guy, pull him into a van, like beat him up, put drugs into him, and then he drives out of he he like falls out of the van, and then they that was were, Dexter uh, Dante. There was two people in the van that they had, and so they killed them by overdosing them. Yes, they killed one of them, Liam Neeson's son, and they were gonna kill the other one. But he got out and ran, and that's who shows up in Liam Neeson's garage when he's about to commit suicide. But why did they kill them? They were supposed to, like, drop... They, they, stole, they stole coke for, yeah. out of a bag. They, they, they lost 10 right? kilos. Yep. Yeah. So he, his son was actually... Or his son wasn't a drug dealer. They, no, they, they shot him up. Okay. Dante yeah. got involved with him, he, he, and he was supposed to load the packages on the plane or whatever, and... Nick or Kyle was the uh, he was working that day. He was one of the and they just assumed as their friends that they were like working together. He had nothing to do with it. I watched the first time I watched this. I didn't give it good enough paying attention because I thought I was like, that's ah, a revenge movie. I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. But then they jumped into it so fast that I picked up on it, but I still missed that part. And when I went back and watched it, I was still kind of confused. Like, why did they? Come? No, they they don't do a good job explaining it in the movie. And the the screener we had was a little bit dark and choppy, so I think you might have missed something in that too. <laughs> yeah. Do we have anything uh, else that we need? To- uh, what do you think about the the wife bailing so we quickly and without like any much of a fight? I mean, I understand in real life that probably exactly what happens: you lose a kid, and marriage See, falls apart. If I was to rewrite this, I think, and this may sound like sexist, I guess. I think they were like, we need female characters in the movie because, you know, Hollywood's going to rip us apart because mm-hmm. the wife and Emmy Rossum's character didn't need to be in this movie. He could have been a single father or, you know, she could have died and then it would have been one less character. She brought nothing to the plot that was different. Like, yep. if they were about to have a fight, like, where the fuck have you been? At one point, he even asked her, he's like, don't you care where I've been? And she was like, no. And then... There was another scene. She's like, "What did you talk to him about in your golfing trips?" And she brought nothing to forward <laughs> the plot trips. or hunting trips. No, yeah. I, I felt like it was a waste of Laura Dern because she's a decent actress. She could have brought something. To I, the movie. I like she's Laura fantastic. Dern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just wasted. I wish her. they they made her more powerful in her. Just like if they had to have her in there, just like engage her with Liam Neeson more. And nope, I like she just leaves with a card with nothing written in it. That like, was a badass move. I like Emmy so Rossum too. Oh, that no, Dave. Leaving a note, and then you open the note, and there's nothing there. That's such a fuck you. I love that move. Such a good move. That's how my girlfriend's family gives um, uh, birthday cards or any type of card. They just buy a Hallmark card and don't sign it, so that you can then reuse it for someone else. It's like a gift within the gift. Wow, I like it. That's so weird. I like that. So I didn't like. I feel like if your marriage falls apart and you're not going to confront the person to their face, you write a note. Yeah. Yeah, that was, but that was funny. The fact that you didn't, I, I laughed out loud. No, it. Well, it was just stupid. I just take funny. I just take him out of the movie. Like I think they just yeah. shoehorn some female characters into this. Viking's wife, she had more of like a say in stuff, I guess. Yeah. And at the end, mm-hmm. she grabbed him by the balls and like emasculated him in front of all of his hoodlums or whatever. <laughs> but Slackies. the but Emmy Rossum and the police, I'd I'd scrap that. I'd take the wife out, just make him a uh, a widower or, or whatever. I don't even know. Wow, wow, Jimmy, 
2019, you're talking about removing every female from a movie. That's interesting. See, like this is where this is why they did it. <laughs> make one of the yeah. make make one of the mobsters a female. You don't have to remove all the females from the movie. Make an important character a female. They gave him unimportant characters. Or you know what you do? You make his wife a police officer, and she's the one investigating it. Yeah, that'd combine nice. them. That would be better. Yeah, much better. That that so, like immediately improves it. Yeah, that's a good call, Dave. Good job, Dave. Adds a whole new element to it. Yeah, that movie could have been okay instead of this trash. Mm. It's not trash. I think if you want to go watch a Taken-esque movie, it's not as good as Taken, clearly. But I think you're not going to be dissatisfied. Critically, no, this is Ah. not as good. But, I mean, entertainment-wise, this one is pretty tops. Yeah. Let's get into our, our ratings then, all right? We All got. Right. I actually did something I haven't done in a while. I have my my popcorn set, but for my critical, I gave myself a range, and I was gonna mm-hmm. see where after this conversation where it fell. Okay. Okay. So I'll go first, and we'll do popcorns first. Okay. Go I gave it. this a four point five popcorns. Really? That's so high. Oh, but no, Dave, it's not, because I also gave it 4.5 popcorns. Ooh, I gave it a one. See, but see, the old, the old rule we have is if there's two matching popcorns, we... Well, now that we have a thing, we don't do that. We oh, I don't a, think that's... I don't think we're changing rules, are we? Uh, are we uh, going off our official sheet? I don't no. think we're changing rules. One seems pretty low, Dave. Yeah, Dave. Well, that I, seems, I, I that have seems to like a. Fair. To be fair, when I wrote it down, I have it written down. I have two, but then you guys remind me how much I hated this movie, so I lowered it. Um, Dave, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, um, you need to just relax a bit with these movies. It was it was enjoyable. Yeah, it's like Not a, to it's, me. A, it's a popcorn movie. Dave, how many other ones have you given out? That's a, okay. I don't think so. I like this. I, not a lot. Maybe two. Because like. Okay, so you gave Mother zero, fifteen seven Paris a zero, How It Ends zero point five, Cold Pursuit one, and then you have the Snowman, Kindergarten Teacher, and Mudbound. Wow, seems, that seems low, Dave. That seems extremely. Were you harsh, in a Dave. bad mood when you watched this? No, I like I walked out of the theater in a good mood because the entire theater was like making fun of the movie and like yelling things out and like. Like, it was like when you go to see a bad movie and the whole theater is mocking it. That's like, I had a good theater-going experience, but it was in spite of the movie, not because of it. All right, so the average out is to a 3.3 popcorns. I think that we can all agree to make it an official 3.5. That's fine. Okay. I guess we're not doing the old old rules anymore. No, now that we have the official spreadsheet, which, oh, I can put this on the website. Yes. Perfect. Uh, oh, that's awesome. We, we, that's an awesome thing to put on the website. <laughs> yeah. We need what well, we need to get the their emails though. Yes? Yeah, but we can do that like we can put uh that's separate. mail letter and then see our our reviews. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, well, let's go into critical score. Do you guys want to know my range or do you want to know my final? Do oh, you want your range. the full thought I, process? Okay. I want to know the final and then tell us the Yeah, I just all right, my range I was Christ. was from sixty eight to seventy two. Small <laughs> range. Full, no. That was it. Was just that was the range. That was the range. All right, that was the range. After talking, it's a sixty eight. 
Nothing got okay. bumped. Because we talked about, and there was just more problems came up. So it's just staying at the lowest <laughs> possible. Just, yeah, we could have gone into way more. But we all did agree, and Dave was leading this charge, that we had been too harsh on movies in yes. the past. Yes. Yeah. And so... I, I, so I think sixty eight's fine. Like it got it. It's for what it is. It's it's pretty entertaining and good. Yeah, I think we we are extremely harsh in this movie by calling it a three point five popcorn. I'm sorry, a one popcorn movie. And I think there were some brave choices, like to insert that weird humor, like shooting yes. the inflatable. Like that was well. This is apparently like a shot for shot remake of some European film. Same exact director did it, so it's fine. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, no, but I meant like so that's why it had like those weird flourishes. It's. More like an indie European film. Because yeah, that, but I but, like but but that style of films that different. goes into style and tone and critical score. And I thought that they made me laugh and they they gave it a much different vibe than any other revenge action movie I've I've seen in a while. <laughs> so I was giving it a decent enough score. Sixty eight. John. Um, walking away from it, I was thinking I was like, wow, wow, this is like a mid eighties movie because I'm. <laughs> Well, no, I caught myself. Don't worry. But I okay. sat down and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go look at my uh, my list of, of ratings because I need to make sure I'm in line with everything else. I'm like, well, I can't place this higher than Tully. I can't place, you know? So yeah. uh, I'm adjusting it to be a 71 because it has problems. We know that. But it had a lot of good things, I thought. Okay. And a lot of good parts about it. So 71 right. it is. And I Dave hits us with a 15. Fucking Dave. <laughs> no, it wasn't. And we're booting Dave off the podcast. You guys can, like, there are more things to give merit to in this movie than I was thinking going into this. So I'm raising my score. That's nice. Wonderful. But I, like, never want to watch this again. It's not great. Uh, I'm going to give it a 42. Jesus Christ. Okay. Can you imagine if I didn't make this episode? No, 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 no. no. So glad I got it. No, no, Sheehan. (laughs) That averages us out to a 60.3, which I think is fine. That's perfectly fine for this movie. I feel it's a little low, but that's all right. I don't think it's damaging. I can live with I it. I don't think it's damaging. I think, okay, I'm, I'm more upset I originally over the had a 28. Popcorns. That's I'm, I'm more upset over the popcorns, but this is okay. So we, you call Yeah, it the 60? popcorn is more, yeah, the popcorn is more crazy. I, I expected you to say two. No, well, that's what I originally had until you kept reminding me of things I hated in this movie. Well, see, Dave, you and made I this just... popcorn score uh, based on what you already know. So the fact that we are affirming what you already know does not compound against that. You understand? No, because I, I write down my scores like a couple of days later. So I no, I'm saying, but things. you made the, but you you took into account these things that we're telling you. You realize them, and just because we're repeating them does not add them to your score. No, it does. How I make my score, it does. That makes you a dumb person. <laughs> what? Well, okay, what? you're just mad. I'm just saying that your logic doesn't make sense. Oh. So you're saying we should go with my original popcorn, but also my original critical. No, no, no. I, I fully agree with Sheehan on this one, that the, the popcorn is when the movie wraps, where are you at? Because it's, it's watching it. The critical, that's what you ponder and think. Because you did this on another one, too. And I was like, what are you talking about? You did it on um, Buster Scruggs where you lowered your popcorn on the first one because it didn't match the tone of the last four. And I was like, what are you talking about? That's not how that works. So it's just a different way we grade. Yeah, it's just a different way. And I, I gave it a one. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, so that lands it. We have a couple things. We want to do, give us the Rotten Tomatoes. 
Rotten Tomatoes. What do you guys want first, critical or audience? Well, we kind of did this on Headliners yeah, last Friday. But critical was high then, but more reviews probably came in. I can see why the critics are higher than the audience because it is sure. a little brave in its choices for a revenge movie. So yeah. I, don't, I don't know, like a high 60s for critical? I would uh, say criticals are like above a 70. It is at 70%. Hmm. Nice. And then audience is what, like 45? No. 59. Okay. Good. 59. Okay. That's fine with by me. Which is about like equal around our score. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drink uh, some spiked hot chocolate with this. What are you guys drinking? Ooh. I'm, good. I'm, I was going to go with a snow cone. Oh, that's good. I was going to go with like a mold wine. A mold, mold, warm, what is that? Molded wine. Mold wine. It's mold. like warm. Yeah, mold. mold. Yeah. Okay. M-U-L-L-E-D? Yes. Good. Oh, not moldy. <laughs> yeah, no, not moldy. Not like M-O-L-D. I don't know. I have, like, I have mush mouth today. <laughs> okay. And but um, I, I have a question for y'all. Yeah. yeah. If Ben Affleck was in this movie, who would he play? He's got to be the bad guy. He's got to be Viking, right? He could have made a better Viking. He would have been a great yeah. Viking. Or his brother, maybe? I think he could have been good in Liam Neeson's role. Yeah. Liam Neeson doesn't actually do much for me. In this one? Yeah. Like, I, I wasn't like, ooh, it's a good Liam Neeson movie. Nobody, he didn't do anything wrong either. He didn't do much. He just kind of talked and walked. That's true. Yeah. I was more interested in the uh, the mob aspect. It's, it's, it's funny now that you bring it up. Viking was, felt like, more the main character. It was so bad. He he should win a Rassy. All right. He absolutely should. <laughs> I wanted to show you where this falls in our official six-pack cinema catalog of ratings. Pretty interesting. This is... Right above it is The Man Who Killed Bigfoot. Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot. Great movie. See, so that one we gave a 61, and this one has a 60, and that one we gave four popcorns, and this has 3.5, so pretty similar. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> Jurassic, Jurassic World is right underneath it. We may have been too easy on Jurassic World, then. And uh, Lego Movie is also in the in the 60s. In the range, yep. Not a big range for us, the low 60s. Only three movies in the low 60s. Yeah. Happy Time Murders has a 58. Fair. All right. Very fair. Well, thank you guys for listening and joining us. That ends this episode of Six Pack Cinema. That was our official review of Cold Pursuit. Body count of 25. I counted because they put all the dead bodies on the screen for us. Uh, Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed it, go check out. We have a whole catalog full of 70 other movies, some TV series. Go check those out. Every Friday, we do a Hollywood Headliners show. Um, So there's a lot to listen to if you enjoy movies and uh, our reviews. Is that it? Follow us on Twitter, Six Pack Cinema, Facebook, Six Pack Cinema, Instagram, Six Pack Cinema. Thanks, guys. Have a good rest of your day. See you later.